Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. real hello simon hello hi it's just us there's no et al where is he in prague or something i believe so he's overseas um we need to call him i know i was thinking that let's ring him right now just to tell him we're okay because he's actually actually on standby right now in the middle of prague okay on his own I know. God right. knows what he's well, up to. Well, I think over we should set up. Dodgy. Let's have a little set. Well, oh, no, it's not dodgy. He's just he's on a bit of a journey of self-discovery. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's he's all alone on a trip to Europe, and um, he was very nervous about it. Nervous and excited. But then, wouldn't you know? The night before he was meant to go, he tested positive for bloody COVID. Yeah. He didn't bung on a COVID. He got a serious COVID. And so it was all pushed back a week and a half in the end by the time the flights could be changed and all that. So he's finally gone just yesterday. But you can still fly with COVID now, can't you? No. What do you mean? You can't fly with COVID? No, apparently not. No, of course you bloody can't. We're not that relaxed about it. How do they know? He t- told him. Because you know how back in the day you had to do your tests before you flew anywhere? Yeah. Where well, now is it? I think po- he had to, maybe it was where he was flying to. Well, we'll ask. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We'll, well ask. hang on. Are you calling him or is it me? I can call him. You call him. You call him. And we'll just we're, call we're him. We're just going to say, look, we're all good because he is on standby. It's so funny be because Bags thought I couldn't set up the equipment by myself. And I'm like... I use this no, shit I every day. Mate, like, I know, you I know that about? you are a pro. Yeah, and I use this gear every day. I was nervous that. Oh, Lord. You know, just. This is this, what I use to a record. High level production. Mate, it's my bread and butter bags. This is the bread and butter. We're going on speakerphone. If we had the right cable, we could put him through the yeah, roadcaster. Not- and also, it's got Bluetooth. Like, we could do all that, mate. <laughs> But you just do it patient. So now we're just going to put him on speaker and well, we're going to hold him, it up. We're just telling him it's okay. We're fine. We're probably waking him up. Oi. Hey, Matt, how are you, mate? 
Hi, mate. Hi. We're just call- calling to actually let you know that, of course, it's fine. Of course, I could set up a roadcaster. Like, Bags is going, I've got Matthew on hold. I've got him on standby in case we need him. I was like, why would we need him? Now, what time is it there? Well, it's, it's 11.40. Do you want to hear about what happened to me last night? No, yes, we don't. Yes, no, I do. Yes, I do. Look, I want for too long no, I really terrible do. audio. No, I do. Come on. What happened? Keep it quick. Um, tried getting into my capsule hotel uh-huh. and I pushed him out. Um, and then he pissed all over my bed. This is three in the morning. So he did get in in the end. Yeah, uh, parts of him did. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, another bloke pissed in your bed. Yes. Why was there another guy in your bed? Why? No, he tried. He just like it was like a hostel, so we're just you know divided by curtains. Uh, and he tried getting in, and I pushed him out, and then he started doing it. And oh. then I um. Uh, sorry, the audio is probably really bad. I'm trying to. I'm in a communal space at the moment, but um, it's worth it. It's worth it. Sometimes <laughs> oh, bad audio. Me. Sometimes the story's worth bad audio. We know that. Because <laughs> I was going to say that's the difference between you and me—a drunk guy trying to get in your bed and you kick him out. I was going to say, well, hang on, let's not be hasty. But it turns out you were correct because he did piss on your bed. Gosh. Yeah, and then I went down to the reception and they asked if um, I want them to call the cops, and I was like. No, I just want a new bed. God, you've got a lot of drama going on in your life, Matthew. You've had your car broken into. You've had COVID before this holiday. And now you've got drunk men in your bed pissing on your sheets. I know, I know. I'm just, and I'm here for a holiday. At just, the end of the day, I'm here for a holiday. Just here for, I'm not here for a haircut. I'm here for a holiday. <laughs> so where are you now? How's your, how's your morning shaping up? I'm at a new hostel. Great. Yeah. Um, in Tokyo still. Tokyo. Um, and I'm editing a lovely Australian true crime episode. Gosh, that sounds terrible. Okay. What well, a weird thing to do. In you know, what, imagine the things that the, are you doing it with headphones on? Because imagine the other people in the hostel listening to the content and thinking, "What the fuck's with this guy?" I know, right? Yes, mate. I'm doing it with headphones. Oh, pro. He's a pro. Okay. You should go to that cat cafe that John Mayer was at the other night um, on the New Year's Eve special. He he chimed in to the American New Year's Eve special from a cat cafe. You should go to that one, mate. You'll love it. Okay, I'm going to rub shoulders with the best. Yeah. There you go, mate. Yeah. Well, look, I am here, but it seems like you got it all sorted. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, mate. God, he's good, isn't he? He's Look, he's great. Sorry, I didn't want him to keep his story. It was a great story. It was a great story. But I was just worried. Was the audio okay? It was fine. Okay. It, look, as I say, the story warrants the bad audio. I'd cop that. Wow. He will stay in cut price accommodation. You've done that, haven't you? I've never stayed in a hostel. Really? No. They are. What do you do? What do you make that face for? Oh. They are such a great time, oh. especially at his age. Um. Yeah, but okay. You're... I'll take you back about four minutes. <laughs> really? Does that sound like he's having a great time? Oh well, that part, no. I mean, yeah, but actually, to be honest with you, I'm usually that bloke. Oh yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. And to be honest with you, I would probably be that bloke. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> So I'm the problem, you yeah, know. Like... I don't know. I'd be tucked up in my little bed, you know, waiting for drunk people to come back. But you're the drunk person. Yeah, back, yeah, So yeah, you've got yeah. no drama. You'd love it. Maybe I would. Actually. Especially when you're single. Yes. So easy. So yes. easy to pick up. I don't know that I'd spend too many hours of the night time in there. Do you know what I mean? No, you get out and about. They've got a bar downstairs. Oh, babes. Well, then I definitely wouldn't be tucked up behind my little curtain. No. Yeah. Are there lockers? Can I can yeah, I lock there's my... lockers. That's where you put your bag. I was going to say, normally my stuff, when I'm away like that, my stuff's in the locker at the bus station or the train station. I just yeah. lock my shit away and then I'm out and about. And then there's also like a weird guy that's like too old to be there. Well, again, that'd be you and I. <laughs> 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 They'll be like, "Hello, kids." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. Where are you from? Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Where's the bar? 
Oh, come on, move over. Let me just share your little bunk. I miss those days. Yes. Where that was acceptable. Like if mm. I said to my wife now, hey, we're going to go to Europe, let's stay in a backpacker. She'd be like, fuck off, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Babes, what I thought was, why don't we just stay at a backpack? It's just yeah, for old times' no, sake. No way. Not not the glamorous Russian. I no. don't think so. <laughs> but how much better would the trip be? Think about all the money you can spend on other things other than accommodation. I get it. And the stories. Yes, the stories. The stories. As I say, to be honest, yeah, I don't spend a lot of time in the room, if we're honest. So mm. I might as well stay, have a little curtain and a bunk. I suppose you're right. I might as well. Yeah. And, a, and a locker. <laughs> Well, when I was in Barcelona, I had sex in a, in a... In a bunk? In a bunk. Heavens above. Yeah. Now, we did it in the middle of the day, so it was... No one else was in the room. Okay. But there was the potential and the excitement... I'll say. ...of the fact that someone could just walk in at any time. Yeah, that sounds like hostel living. Yeah. Gosh, that sure is was. exciting. Yeah, it was. Barcelona, mate. <sighs> We're still friends on Facebook. Of course you are. Mm. Yeah, that's sort Don't of Don't tell my wife, though. No, shit, no. Um, my brother was pickpocketed in Barcelona... Okay. Yeah, he said, um, it's a great story. Him and his mates, very, very young, were in Europe and they were at some festival and uh, he, he went down an alleyway to piss. And <laughs> when, he, when he was finished, he turned around and little, he says, in his words, a little Spanish bloke was there and wanted to dance with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he came out of the alleyway, he realised he didn't have his wallet. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why doesn't that happen much in Australia? That's a very European thing to get pickpocketed, right? Like, yeah, it is. Like, why why are Australians not pickpocketing? We just don't have the nous. We just don't have the nous. We like, don't have the sort of... That's happening in Melbourne, is it? You know, we're just not that motivated. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost too much effort. It's too much effort. It's <laughs> like, oh, God, I've got to go down there. I've got to be charming for a minute. I've got to pretend I want to dance with this bloke. Yeah. And then I've got to be sort of, oh, I've got to be gentle. I've just gently got to sort of rub his tummy for a minute and then yeah. quickly get the wallet. And then I've got to make off with it. And, oh, God, mm. who could be fucked? How do they manage to do it without you knowing? Because that's the part that freaks me out. You know when a magician gets yes. you? You know how they get your watch off your wrist oh, or whatever? No. All that shit. And that. you think, hang on, I didn't feel that. No. Like David Copperfield kind of, um, rest in peace, but is he dead? No, he's not dead, mate. He was David losing. Copperfield? No. I'm pretty sure he's dead. No, he's not. Google. Oh, my God. God, you're a slow Googler. You would drive Louis, <laughs> you would drive Louis mental. <laughs> David Copperfield, dead news. What happened to David Copperfield, the magician dead who news. dated Claudia Schiffer and made... Yeah, him. Statues disappear. Hmm. Age 66, David Copperfield continues to thrive. What <laughs> <laughs> to tell you. Hang on. No, I've never had a magician, a magic trick done on me, if that makes sense. No. Do you like magic? Love it. I love it so much. I refuse to know how they work, magic tricks. There's so many ways. I don't ever, when I was, remember those shows would come out when we were kids and people still watched actual television and they'd yeah. go, tonight, magic revealed. <laughs> you know, this bloke's going to show you how it really works. And I was yeah. like, not me, he's not. Right. Because I'm not watching it. I don't want to know how they saw a lady in half. I don't want to know how David Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty disappear. I don't want to know. I want to believe. That it happened. I want to enjoy the magic. Yeah. Remember Magic Mountain at the Goldie? Oh, yeah, with, we, the, with the chairlift. Yes. We went there a couple of times when I was a kid. Loved it. The you go to the magic show, I'd go, yep, love oh, it. So, hang on. As a Gold Coast, I didn't realise that there, there is was actual a magic, magic on yeah. Magic Mountain. Yeah, there was a magic show at like 1pm and 3pm. and wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to it, loved it. That is the most common style of magic, isn't it? To cut someone in half. I think that's the, the number one 
the number one trick, really, isn't it? I think it's the kind of, yeah, it's the standard. It's the one, the gold standard, the one we always think of. Have you ever seen the movie The Prestige? Oh, yeah, great movie. Oh, my God, I love that yeah. movie so much. Yeah. Oh, Hugh Jackman at the peak mm. of his powers. I love magic. Yeah. Oh, Would yeah. you ever want to be the lady in the box? No, because I actually do know how that one's done. Yeah, it's two sets of ladies, isn't it? It's uncomfortable. You've got to scrunch your legs up. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. But you'd be great because you've got the perfect toes to point at the other end. Oh, yeah. Show yeah, those that's off. true. You, I've got you, great Would you want to be the head toes. or the toes? I'd want to be the head because I don't want to be, <laughs> have my head up some other lady's ass just because I've got perfect toes. I mean, so kill me. I love the ones where a lady goes in a box and then ooh, a second later she's gone. Yeah. Love those ones. Great times. <sighs> we, should do, we should do some magic, magic tricks in here tonight. Or should we go pickpocketing? Let's do that. <laughs> let's start let's, that. Let's get it going in Australia. Let's try it. I would love for us, I mean, if ever there was a headline I'd love, it would be that you and I got sprung pickpocketing. Well. And so we could go, he, oh, here's proof, it's time stamped. It was an experiment. It's just trying out <laughs> an idea, guys. Um, what look, Daily Mail, I'm not broke. Right. It's not that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's just about it's an experiment to see can Australians pickpocket. Are you thinking Federation Square? Well, the Australian Open's on. Oh, perfect oh, time. Shit hot. Yeah. So we just need to get down there. There's and rich fucks everywhere. There's that right? many fucking old Americans wandering around in their new sneakers. Yeah. Oh mate, looking up around everywhere, going, oh, oh my gosh, look at that. Oh my gosh. But the only issue with pickpocketing these days really is that no one has cash on them anymore. So you're really just taking a credit card that you can't really swipe. No, we're going to get so many pamphlets about the Australian Open out of their pockets. <laughs> That's all we're going to get. Secrets and sparkles, it is back. I got two Anko boom boxes at Christmas time, one for each child. Great. Okay. Yeah, because Louis gotten into buying CDs, would you believe? It's a long story. What? Okay. Before we get into these secrets, I don't think I'm allowed tell to tell us why say. can't you? Tell, you can't tell it why you still. What, is he got a CD player? How's that a bad story to share? You've said, no. shared way worse. I know, I know, but he doesn't. You know, he doesn't like me to say. Okay, about no, his no, life. I totally respect yeah, that. So, yeah. He anyway. got a CD player though. He did, they, and so Dali got one too because they like to have the same things. Even though she's like, well, I could drop kick this over the back fence and not miss it, but, <laughs> you know, okay. but they still. Still like to have the same thing. So we were able to boombox the Great. secrets. Mm. Brilliant. All right. Well, this is the first secret for today. All right. So my secret is that 
um, my husband is fly in, fly out, and um, it's we've got three small children, and the children are just so much more settled when he is away. Yes, and it's my life is so much more easier managing the children and just you know I get quiet time in the evenings for myself now don't get me wrong I love my husband so much he is a beautiful darling man and I'm so lucky to have him but I always just think that you know when he's away working my life is so much easier and um He's so disruptive when he's there. You know, the the children are out of their routines and it's just so much harder. And I just think maybe I should leave him. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Escalated quickly. It really did, didn't it? I love him. He's a beautiful man. But I think maybe I should leave him. (laughs) The kids are going late to school. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll just leave my husband. I get it. I really do get it. My dad was basically FIFO in that he, you know, theoretically lived with us and in the same town, but we didn't see a lot of him. And so whenever he was around, same. So chaos. Chaos. So disruptive. And God forbid if he was around for a couple of days for whatever reason. Like he once he broke his arm, I think it was, and (laughs) slipped over in an oil slick at the local bus station when he went to pick someone up in his taxi. Right. A fucking nightmare. He bought everything off the television, for one thing. Danos Direct? Yeah, totally. It was Danos Direct. (laughs) A hundred percent. Oh, no. He had every knife block, every fucking, oh, my Christ, every garlic chopper. Everything drove mum mad. Decided he'd fix everything. Well, he only knew how to fix things with one thing, and that was a hammer. So he took a hammer to every fucking thing in the house. Um, with his bad hand, by the way, because he'd broken the right one. Um, so, yeah, I get it. It's a nightmare. It's often a nightmare when men are around. No offence to your good self bags. Um, it's okay, mate. I'm but, learning a lot yeah. about how annoying we are. Oh, fucking hell. I didn't actually realise how annoying we were oh, until getting on this podcast. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Because it's not only you oh, yeah. who shares your hatred. Mm. Uh, there is a lot of women that and, and other men that get on this podcast and share their... Just so dim and obnoxious. But, like, it's oh, quite a combo. I should, I should actually stand up for my people. But here, good but... on you for going, wow, yeah, that is annoying. <laughs> Fuck, that's annoying. What about how much men love directing you, directing women? Like, when you're driving your car... Or even when you're just walking in the street and you're just like standing there waiting for cars to stop so you can cross the street. But a man every now and then will stop and hold all the traffic behind him and go to you and just wave you across the street. And you're like, no, it's fine. I'll wait like a normal fucking, like I was taught to when I was four. Yeah. I'll wait for the cars to stop and I'll walk. And he'll just start and get angry. Like, I am telling you to walk across the fucking street. Totally. I am stopping my car and telling yeah. you to walk. And you're mm. like... Oh, okay, boss. I'll just do what I'm told then. Do you find that you do a lot of things in your life? I wish I had a man in my life. Like plugging TVs in and shit? Oh, you should ask my poor kids how often. Like, honestly, I do get depressed. I honestly get depressed at home by the simplest things like by the fact that I have to do everything. And Mm. not even just like classical role stuff like take out the garbage or fix everything or you know but it's just like everything like i get depressed by the fact that there's not two adults there Mm. like so every little thing like take the kids to get their hair cut take them to the dentist and take out the garbage and do the dishes and do the grocery shopping and cook dinner every night Mm. and all of or be responsible for dinner every night 
Um, the list doesn't stop. And when you can no. share that with someone, it's so much easier. Yeah, just yeah. to have someone to say, oh, God, could you or which one of us will or yeah. let me help you. Mm. You've done a lot. Let me step in and help you. Like, I actually, I'm not one of those people who takes great pride in being able to do everything myself at all. Like, I actually get depressed, really depressed by it. So I've got girlfriends who's even their dads are still a big part of their lives, a big part of that stuff. They'll mm. go, oh, dad came over and built a deck. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I'm like, fuck, are you serious? Yeah. Dad came over and, you know, did this thing to my car. Dad came over and it's amazing to me. My brother's really handy. Now that he's got his own family, I feel really guilty. Like I've got these numbers hmm. to go in the front of my house. Yeah. And I tried with a drill. I tried. I went to Bunnings and I bought <laughs> the right drill bit to go in bricks and all that. Yeah. And I think I've got the right drill and I've watched a lot of YouTube tutorials and I still I went to drill into the bricks and it didn't kind of work. And I, then I got scared. I was like, I don't want to wreck the bricks. Sure. So I've still got these numbers just sitting there in my foyer, actually, is where they are. <laughs> They're in, in my foyer. And I'm like, oh, it's, I wish I just knew someone, anyone. Yeah. Who could, come who could over just it. do that. And my, I'm sure my brother could, but I feel really guilty asking him to come over and just do that. But anyway. I think that's the great thing in life where you can just get, you can just pay people to do that's things. That's it. Just, that's it. Totally. Like, the totally. Like, I would be exactly the same. Yeah. Right? I'd be like, oh, the bricks, I don't want to break them. It's not, you know. I oh, do normally. Yeah, I do. But I'll just pay someone yeah. to do that but shit. But you do get sick of like having to pay People for everything come. yeah and just wish oh i wish it was someone but back to mrs fifo like it's obviously working to a certain extent like you do love the guy you know what if he ever comes to you and goes babes i'm thinking i might stop the fifo <laughs> then you've got a conversation to have because your relationship's obviously working to a certain extent yeah. with him not there a lot of the time then you have to have that honest conversation where you go okay listen when you're home it's really it, it obviously it cre creates anxiety for you this is mm. what we're actually talking about you're anxious when mm. he's around you feel it's chaos the kids are chaos all the systems you have in place to keep the house peaceful go out the window yeah and it creates chaos so i feel like at the moment it seems like it's working in that you do love him you look forward to seeing him and the kids won't always be there the kids won't always be in this stage that they're in right now they will grow out of that they all learn to take care of themselves more if he came to you tomorrow and said, great news, babe, i got a job in town, yeah. okay, then you got a problem. Yeah, totally. But if that happens, you just got to be honest with him. Yeah, very, very crazy to be jumping to, let's get divorced. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you've got a relationship that works anyway, mm. I think maybe from my standpoint, maybe try and hold on to it. Yeah, a few conversations before we get there. It's very lonely out here, girl. What do you prefer? I... Do you, do you really want to be back in a relationship? or like, You know it's... what it's like. Everyone out of a relationship wants to be in one. Mm. Everyone in one wants to be out of one. But I really liked the relationship I was in about, I don't know, two years ago now where it was like once a week. I really liked that one. Yeah. I liked that. It was not too demanding. We texted yep. in between. I yep. liked that one a lot. I'd like something like that again. Can you ask for that? I am right now. I'm asking for that. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anyone out there who's into that. He just wants the one day a week just type really, of... really, really great sex. One night a week. Yeah. Texting in between. Yeah. Not... How, how much texting? Oh, not a lot. Not yeah. heaps. Maybe one a day. Maybe just a, a, a nice, a, a funny, Because you don't want it to be too annoying. One. Yeah. No, no, no. Not, no not, not too intrusive. Yeah. Not hanging out with each other's kids. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was it. That was it. I wonder if you could put that on a bio on Tinder. I've or tried. Just you know, one day a week, guys. Yeah, and they all say they want that, but they don't. They either 
drop off or they they want more, they get needy. Jealous. How do you file our FIFO? I file lady? it good luck. Good luck. I don't know, it's hard to hard to file because I think I do really I do understand where you're coming from, hmm. but it sounds like you really like this guy and it's lonely out here, girl, with hmm. no one. Hmm. I wonder how often he's home. All right, uh, let's get into our next secret. So I was dating this narcissist for six mm. and a half years. We ended up breaking up um, and I was still seeing and sleeping with him for four months before I discovered he'd moved on and had a new girlfriend. Um, those of you who have been a narciss in a narcissistic relationship would understand how hard it is to break out of that cycle. So one night I was over at his house and her toothbrush was there. <laughs> And I shoved it down my pants and rubbed it on my vagina and put it back. <laughs> Boom. There you go. Well. Oh, I was expecting the bum, not the vagina. Same. So much. <laughs> I was so much. But the vagina is a nice surprise. Is it? <laughs> like A nice surprise. Yeah, I suppose, given the alternative. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right, given the alternative. I suppose. When you're brushing your teeth and you're like, hmm. Well, yeah, okay, for you maybe, but I don't there's know about a, for the... There's a pube in my... Yeah, oh, gosh, that's... Mm. Yeah. I suppose any flavour, I'm going to say, would be probably covered up by the toothpaste. You there's, know. There, there's something else going on. Though, oh, yeah, there? yeah, there <laughs> like, is. You're trying there to... Is, and yeah. you're like... But you wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't you're thinking, know. this you is a bit tangy. You wouldn't be able to put your finger on it, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. A bit tangy, you say. A bit gamey. A bit gamey. Wow. I do. I have dated a narcissist before and it is a very peculiar, a very horrible, horrible, horrible situation to be in. Yeah. And it does, unfortunately, it does make you hate the next person they move on to. That's, hate the next person they move yeah, on to. Yeah, that's what's awful about it because you know they'll be telling them horrible things about you and they'll be making that person hate you. They'll be making that person think you're All right. pathetic or ma mental or that's what they do. It's called triangulation. Can you explain to me why it's so hard to get out of the narcissistic relationship which you mentioned? Well, firstly, when you first get into a relationship with a narcissist, they love bomb you. So they make you feel like this is the most incredible relationship you've ever been in in your life. Mm. They make you... I remember saying things like, I have never connected like this with another person in my life. Because it's like they love everything you love. They are just so into everything you're into and they're deeply into it isn't that weird though no like if someone said, if you if you said i love buddhism and yeah. then they go i love it too wouldn't you go fucking weirdo calm down no because it's not that obvious it's it's more niche things than that it's like um it's like tv shows it's movies actors but don't you feel like they're, they're not, your things they're not that obvious about it right they're not that obvious about it it's slower and they just they take you out. They treat you so well. It's romantic. Mm. Yeah. It's So it's all of those things. They listen to you. And certainly for a woman, they're mm. doing all the things that men don't usually do. Yeah. Men don't usually... Listen. Listen. <laughs> no, we listen. Not in this but not, way. Not in the detail. Not yeah, in this yeah, way. Yeah. And the, and men don't normally sort of just talk talk to you like that. Men, it's, it's just... Um, it's really intense. It's, it's love bombing. 
Right. And so, and then they ask for help. They, they're oftentimes they're really needy. Hmm. Oftentimes, this is what I mean about this triangulation is they'll usually start talking about either an ex-partner or someone in their lives that has victimized them. Yeah. So they make you feel like you want to help them recover or you want to, you know, like. So it's a lot of psychological shit all the time. Oh, it's so full on. It's so full on. They And so you end up, they start to tell you you're the most important person in their life. If it wasn't for you, they don't know how they'd have, they don't know how they would be surviving. To be honest with you though, and our secret sharer sounds like a, a very intelligent person as, as you do. Yeah. I'm surprised at both of you for falling for some of this stuff because it seems really obvious to me. I know. Well, this like, person in my life has only ever been with very, very intelligent women. Very intelligent women. So does that mean that these narcissists have to be also hyper-intelligent as well to be able to do this? Because they need to know, okay, I can't be caught doing what I'm doing. Cause it- well, they are, but then at the same time, in the end, I did Pick ca- up on catch it. on. And also, and then I went and found his ex-partner who he told me all this stuff about, and I started to realise, okay... obviously that doesn't add up so i went and found her and she was brilliant and she helped me to understand all the bullshit that he had told me about her Mm. she and i became friends and i realized she's incredibly intelligent and that he was you know using their situation to make me feel sorry for him and make her to be this terrible 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 ogre right and actually it was all bullshit Mm. and so that's what i mean about realizing that that's what he was telling the next woman. Mm. So that's embarrassing. And the fact that, you know, she's believing it and she's telling other people all of that about me makes me hate her. And that's what I mean about this lady using the, you know, totally. the toothbrush. Yeah. This is what they do. They make you, it's terrible. It's awful, but it makes you paranoid and it makes you like hate that other lady and awful it's just it they they make you crazy they make two, you crazy two things i'm surprised that you care about someone that you don't really know they what know. they think of you that's that surprises me and and number two if there is someone that is uh, in a relationship where they maybe feel like there could be some narcissistic tendencies going on yeah do you advise them to do that same thing to you know try and f- seek out that person's ex partner yeah well i have to ask just some general questions how was your relationship what and just see if there's some things matching up i actually joined i went to counseling and i joined an online group Mm. of like survivors wow did you sit around in a circle or what do you do we're we're on online so we like post and we like share things and we support each other that way and a lot of people have made contact with the previous partner or whatever and have found a lot of support and like that way yeah closure or closure or, um like not not closure what's the word where you, you, you you're almost confirming your yes. your own you know doubts i it's guess it's really helped it's really yeah. helped to to meet that person who for one thing for however many years you've been hearing all this terrible stuff about mm. to go and meet them and realize firstly they're not they're not that terrible character Two, that they were treated exactly the same way you've been treated. So that confirms everything you have been feeling. Like, I'm not crazy. Mm. Okay, I'm not crazy. It wasn't me. It was him. Mm. And he did all the same things to her. And she's asking you questions and you're going, yes. She's like, did he do this? Yes. Did he do that? Yes. It does help you to cope and just... Of course. Yeah, to feel like, oh, God, 
because you do feel so stupid, so ashamed. That you fell for it. Yeah. The yeah, shame course. is so bad. It's so embarrassing. Because you, f- you feel like you've been fooled that entire time. It was all fake. It wasn't yeah, really a, a wanna, true relationship. You don't yeah. want to talk to people. You don't want to talk to friends about it because it's so embarrassing. Because in my case, I gave but, the, but it, the guy not- a lot of money. Okay. So there's oftentimes a lot of that caught up with it as well. Oftentimes mm. they do get stuff out of you. So, yeah, it's so embarrassing mm. that you just don't want to talk to anyone about it. So at least if you go to someone else, they'll go, oh, believe me, I, I've been there. I lost all of this to that person. What does it do for you when you've dated a narcissist, when you're looking for that next person? Are you, have you got your, your radar going up and down on every single person to look for those I things? I think that's why I haven't had another relationship. Yeah, because you're scared. Yeah, I think it's really damaged my – I think it's given me trust issues. And I think that that relationship I had two years ago that I really was enjoying, that broke up at the time that I discovered what I'd lost to the narcissist. Like mm. – We'd obviously stopped. I hadn't spent any time with him at all for about six months before. Mm. But all of a sudden, things sort of blew up and I realized that he'd stolen money from me mm-hmm. and everything just kind of came out in the open. Mm-hmm. And because he, he made, he wanted me to know that he was seeing this next lady and he, he like supposedly accidentally sent me a text that was meant for somebody else, mm-hmm. which is obviously was meant for me. He wanted me to know that he was seeing someone who he thinks is so much better than me and, right? God. Yeah. And the only reason it did upset me was because it, this text was about how, oh, it's so it's going to be scary if Michelle finds out who it is. Like I was going to do something. He was, again, trying to make out that I'm crazy, the way that he had been going on for two years, that his ex-partner was crazy, mm-hmm. which let me know, Oh, he's going to go and spread all those rumors about me now. He convinced everyone that his ex was crazy to the extent that people who'd never met her, like I hadn't, Mm. would say, God, his ex sounds crazy, doesn't she? And I thought, oh, he's going to do that about me now. And that added to the shame, the paranoia. I just almost became agoraphobic. Like I just didn't want to leave the house. I thought all of our mutual friends now are going to think I'm crazy. He's going to tell them I'm doing things to him the way you said she was. So th- that last relationship I was really enjoying ended then because I just freaked out, just couldn't just couldn't move for mm. a little while. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, that's absolutely why I haven't had a relationship since then. I'm like, uh How long do you think that's going to take you to, to get rid of that, you know, thinking? Because I don't know. It, surpri- it does surprise me that you care this much. You know, I've only known you for 10 years and I used to listen to you on the radio. Yeah, oh, it's changed me. It's changed was, me as a person. Yeah, I, I'm noticing that in this conversation yeah. right now that I'm really surprised that you would give a fuck about someone that you don't really know what they're thinking of you when you know who you are. It's like, changed it's, me it's, because it changed I, me as a person because I, he you know we're in the same industry we have a lot of the same friends old old friends it still sounds to me like you respect this person no i but, do not no, but, but there's some kind at of all. I, some kind I don't of like at you all. want his no it sounds sometimes like you want his approval or no. something or there's like a we have a lot of mutual friends who i miss and i know so why don't you reach out to those friends and just explain this to them? I don't I don't know. I don't think it will work because I know how much he convinced everyone about his ex-partner. Who is this? I mean, I, 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 you know what? It doesn't matter. But the thing is... Uh, They're so convincing, man. They're so convincing. And I feel like now I just don't think anyone would believe me. 
You know what? I guess that's... And his new partner is also very prominent in our industry. She's very, very well respected. And I feel like anything she says to people about me, they would believe before they believe me. It's a horrible thing to say, but the truth is... I'm hoping he does the same thing to her because at least if she says it, Mm. people will believe it. Right. That's it. It's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible to wish that on him. No, I can see that you're angry about this situation, but I'm also surprised that people just don't take your word for it as well because you're not the kind of person to just, you're not crazy, you don't make shit up, you're pretty straightforward when it comes to anything. I mean, I I might go off. I might go off and, you know, say inadvisable things sometimes, but they're never untrue. What's uh, what's a going off? Well, you know, I might, might say things on social media that people go, oh, mate. That's a bit much, but it's never untrue. But so do a lot of people. That's what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. does everybody. Everyone goes online and says something, and sometimes yeah. they fuck it up. That's and and yeah. so and so what? I've never said anything untrue. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe you're right. I, I also think it's not my style. It's not my style to seek people out and go, um, you know, I want you to be on my side in this equation or. You know that person that I used to go around saying is my best friend? Well, he's not and he's done all these things to me and I want you to know. I'm, it's not my style. It's mm. it's more my style to just kind of retreat and lay low and I don't know, it's just not my style. Mm. If I have a personal falling out with someone, it's not my style to then go around telling other people about it. Mm. It's just not my style. What advice would you give to yourself if I was telling you this story mm. about someone yep. that had done this to me? Using your Buddhism, what would you say to me to try and let go of it? Because it is something that does... I, I can see... Yeah. It almost like the energy in the room changes when you talk about this, yeah. right? And I do try and employ my Buddhism... What would you say back to you? What would you well, say? Well, the first thing I did was to just cut it off. That was that was a Buddhist, you know, I've said this to you before, like in Buddhism, there is an idea that if you're not skillful enough to be able to na- navigate a relationship, then cut it off. So I did do that after at a certain point. Um, and that was before he came back and with his text messages, you know. Because um, you've been triggered today by the secret teller with the narcissist I've word. I've been really triggered, when you right. When you heard the, the narcissist word, your mind went straight to that experience. Yeah. And again, I can tell you from this online group that I'm in that it's it takes years. It takes years to get over this. It's so painful. It's so painful to think that you've found someone who understands you more than anyone has ever understood you and who it's you know to feel like you're in something with someone so deep and then realize it was all a scam Mm. um and that you've been sucked in it's so painful i can't even tell you and then to know out the end of it not that it's not just over but that that he'll be talking about me the way he's talked about other women to get me you know and it wasn't just his ex-partner that he spoke about that way there were other women that he'd worked with that he talked about in a way to to get me that i know i'm now one of those women it's really painful Mm. how do you file this one for our secret sharer oh it's so awful but i have to say good luck you fucked and Mm. that's i've never taken less joy in saying anything in my life darling 
read up on narcissism if you haven't before. And I know it's one of those things too, certainly online people say, oh, it's overused. The word narcissist is overused. People- Which it is. You do hear yeah. it all the bloody time, but that triangulation that you're talking about there, that's, mm. that's a really common... It is. And they they love to use people to make you jealous. They, they keep you jealous all the time too. Mm. So they're always like talking about someone's crazy, but there's also, there's always another woman that they really admire. They're always talking about other women they really admire. Mm. So they're always keeping you on your toes with other women you would, they admire. Can I ask them, when you were in that relationship, who was that other woman that they admired? Oh, lots. Um, that made you jealous? Um, oh, I can't I Can can't you say, say that name? No, is it, you're because right. he's now seeing a friend of hers. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's all very wow. weird. Wow. All right, let's get into our next secret. My secret is I am a sign language interpreter and I was booked by a person, a deaf person, who wanted to attend a kink fetish session. So I went along, I interpreted all of his interesting comments, questions, and all the things. I saw a lot of sex, I saw there was porn on TV, and there was a lot of sex happening in many different places. So that was interesting, and that's fine with me. But fuck me, I loved it. (laughs) Yay! That's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, God, how fun. Yeah. God, great. So you've discovered something that through your work. That's so fun. I love all of that. I love it. It's definitely filed under I love it. Gosh. I would have loved to have seen all of the sign language that was going on. Yes! Because wouldn't there be like, you know, like if it's sexual, isn't there a lot of like... You know, also, there'd be a lot of sexy hand gestures. Yeah, and there'd be a lot of I'm thinking consensual stuff. I think too. Oh yeah, because yeah, I know that's less interesting. <laughs> oh. I, I was I was waiting. For I know like you just were, the, the but I had to... the vagina like the round hole. Well, that would be part of the consent. I think. <laughs> May I? Figure uh, in the round hole. Um, don't stop, please. What's the difference between vagina and butt, though? How do you show that? There'd be one. There's that, obviously the a word for a vagina. See, and this a... is why I want to be there. Right, watching right. this. I love but all let's of this. Let's go back to the content bit. But also, let's ask this person if they wouldn't mind sending us their um, uh, contact details because that's one of the an interesting gig. I mean, yeah, I love. How was it at COVID? Right. Yeah. When they would be having their premieres coming out and mm. they would be doing their speeches and there's always the person on the side that was doing the sign language. Oh yeah, yeah, boom, yeah. Boom, 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 smacking it all out. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah. I love it when they're at concerts, when they're at gigs, and yeah. they're like really dancing. This really, you know, loving the gig, and they're really emoting the yeah. music. And I mean, who could forget the guy, you know, who didn't know how to do it? Where was he? Yes. Remember the taxi driver who was yeah. in the foyer or something? And they went, "Oh, you must be the hand signal." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm the Just sign good language guy." Trying his best. But I love this. So, firstly, I'm loving that the party was inclusive, and secondly, that the person's gone, "Okay, well, I'm going to need a, a sign language guy," mm. and. Yeah, I'm guessing a lot of it would have been consensual. And then on top of that, though, there's the sexy times. But we need to know for sure. We're just guessing what the job entailed. So please get in touch with us so we can ask well, you specifics. I, I just imagine they're standing there and they're saying, uh, you know, they're, they're, someone's talking. That's what I'm saying, but we're guessing. And they're just doing the fingers in the but vagina. We're guessing. I want to know specifics. Fingers in the vagina, mate. We, we can... I want to know, but there's more than fingers in the vagina, mate. Fingers in the butt. Fingers in the vagina. Yeah, fingers but there's the... got to be more than that. Like, there's got to be, may I join all of you? Or, you know, there's got to be more yeah, than well, that. Yeah, well, that's all just normal English words. That's no problem. But when they're doing, like, you know. Yeah. And then they did. Maybe I've misunderstood this. 
Have I? Or maybe I just want details. Yeah, the details that I want, I think, are very different to your details. <laughs> no, I want all the details. You want those details as well? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, want all I, don't the want the, I don't want the conversation details. I want, I want, I want all the you want, I want all the details because yeah, I right. do love the idea of the conversation that goes on at the party, the conversations. I, I, I want all the details. Where was it? Um, were there drinks first? Um, how long does it take for the action to start? I was watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race the other night and this couple were on. It was uh, Drag Race Canada and they there was a couple, you know, this mm. guy had to put his partner in drag. Mm. And they're like, how did you guys meet? And he goes, oh, we met at a sauna, you know, a gay sauna where people just go to fuck. And he goes... So we'd been there a few hours and we really hit it off. And then we were like, oh, let's go and get something to eat. Mm. And it was a bit like how we often chat about having a break for a club sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And I was mm. like, oh, yeah, right. I've never been to a sauna, sadly. Ladies aren't allowed. But I believe that they oftentimes do have food and drinks in them. In the sauna? I think how they do. How fucking gross no, is no, that? No, in a separate area. Oh, right. Yeah, I think there's food and safety, <laughs> health and safety involved. Have your sashimi in the, in the sauna? I That'd be think, just sweating on your... Yeah, nah. I think there's different areas. Yeah, that's good. But see, I want to know all this stuff. Totally. Well, let's go. I don't think I'm allowed. Oh, who cares? You go. No, I'm not, going, I'm not going to a fucking sauna on my own. <laughs> well, my you're Matthew. To, when Matthew no, comes No, I'm not going with Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> you with this whole Matthew thing. And you guys could just pop in. No, we're not. It's some kind of fantasy that you've got it's here. It's not, mate. It's just <laughs> purely. It's like us pickpocketing. It's just purely research. Why don't we go to a swingers club? Happy to. Because I think we actually promised to do that at some point on this podcast. We said we'd go. And then we was that same night. Happy to. Then go to a... A sauna. A sauna. Yeah. My girlfriend and I, Linda, we once tried to go to Wet on Wellington because we thought it was a coffee shop. And then we saw a big wall of towels and the boy at reception went, ladies, this is not for you. And we went, oh, we want a coffee and cake. Bye. Yeah, right. Yeah, so we were not allowed in there. But if you have a sauna and I'm allowed... Love to anytime drops. What goes on in the sauna? They just sit there, don't they? Are you joking? And they sweat it out. A men's sauna. Oh, mate, fuck! I don't know. When, when well, hang I... on a minute. How come you won't go with Matthew if you think it's just men sitting around sweating? Because even that oh, is God, a bit weird. Mate. For, for we're, we're professional well, podcasters I wish, I, here. So wish I talked I mean... you into it. I, if I'd known that you thought that's what it was, I would have worked a lot harder. What do you mean? It's full on. Fucking in. <laughs> Why are you trying to send Matt and I in there for that? <laughs> because you don't have to fuck people. It's not compulsory. But fuck. But you've got to get, get into a Danny towel. Danny on the phone. Oh, God, we've got to patch Danny in fuck now. Me. I thought you were in on the joke. Oh, fuck, that's brilliant. There was no me in on the joke. I just thought it was like a sauna no, and a bloody uh, fitness first. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Simon, no, mate. It is balls to the wall in there, girl. Why would you want to go there? But for a certain kind of gentleman, it is just a night out. Okay. Towels. Yeah. Mm. In the beginning. (laughs) All right, how do you file that one? I file it under bloody great. I love it. Bloody great. Bloody great. That's a new one. I'm going to, I've got to bring the boys because we've just added another one to the app. Oh, Christ. Oh, so sorry, guys. I've pushed the app back. And this again. is after beta phase as well. So yeah. now that's oh, going to annoy the shit out of them. God, I reckon there's a fee for that so once it's past sorry. beta. We're going to have to go into Delta because <laughs> I'm so sorry, fellas. I'm going to have to ring Rashish. All right. Because He's I'm, off Fiverr, isn't he? Yeah, he's off Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get. Bloody into- hell, I love it. <laughs> let's get into our last mm, secret. Making a note. Hello, of that. 
Can we be real? Absolutely love your podcast. It's delightful. Long time listener. First time contributor. So my little secret that I wanted to share is that I met a wonderful man in my 20s. We dated. It didn't really work out. We both moved countries, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, for the last 10 years, we have met up every Christmas for a bit of rumpy pumpy. It's kind of it. We're friends. We message back and forth a bit. But now... It's a bit strange because it's starting to escalate. So I'm a little bit worried about where it's going because we are both married and his wife is absolutely fucking terrifying. Uh, And I don't really want to be a home wrecker, but I also love him as well. So that's a fun one. Could you do that? Like, be married, but still every... Sorry, what was that? Nothing. No, you just mouthed something. No, I said I have done it, but no, I wasn't married. He was, but I wasn't. Oh, yeah. So you were the piece. Yeah, I was side piece. Yeah, you were the side piece. yeah. Um, Yeah, But this is an old relationship. Yeah, I know. It predates the scary wife. If there's one thing I've learned as I've matured, it's that you can do it. I mean, you can do anything. Things happen. Life Mm. happens. Mm. Um, But when I was married, I was very, very, very much in love with my husband. And so it wasn't – I never had – The thoughts. I never did. I never never thought, oh, Jim in high school, I wonder if we could reconnect on Facebook. Or I never met anyone. It was never a struggle for me. I never thought, geez, oh, God, I'm working so hard at being monogamous. Oh, good on me. No, that never happened. Um, (laughs) Good on me. me. Um, Which I find interesting because I I think majority of people, I think 90% of people, like I love my wife and I know like I I plan to be with her for the rest of my life. But my, like, I could see someone still and be attracted to them. And you know, I wonder, I, I, is that a masculine thing? I wonder if men do that more than women. No, I, I think Yulia would do that too. Yulia okay. actually brings up hot guys at the gym all the time she to me. Yeah, well, if she wants to motivate me to lose some kilos, <laughs> she's like, "Look at that bloke over there," and I'm like, "Oh, fuck, that's he's coming here five days a week." Does she? That's so funny. Oh gosh. Yeah. But maybe. you know what I mean. So I think majority of people are still they've got a bit of side eye going on. Okay. Yeah, maybe. But I never even. Yeah. You never had it in 22 years. No side eye. Nope. nope. That's a, that's amazing. Didn't. What a, what a great relationship yes. it was for was, those 22 years. It was. very. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, but I was very so much. So 15. Yeah. Yeah, probably about 15. 15? Yeah. That's, about, that's pretty standard, isn't it, I think? I think it is. It's terrible to say, but my daughter said that the other day because we had a friend of theirs over and um, she her parents broke up when she was quite young. And now they're both with other partners and she really likes both partners and all that. And we were at dinner, we were chatting and they're so mature now, these kids. Mm. And I was saying to her, do you find now that more kids, more other kids' parents are broken up? I said, when we broke up and when your parents broke up, it felt like everyone else was still together. Mm. And so the kids were all really self-conscious about that. She said, yeah, she said, I felt like a it didn't feel good. Hmm. Um, but she said now, yeah, lots of It's kids. common. Yeah. yeah. And I said, yeah, by the time I got to year 12, there was only me and one boy whose parents were still together. Hmm. And Dali, my daughter, goes, yeah, marriages don't last long. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Yeah. And I think it's, it's just to understand, though, that they have their time, right? Like, it's mm. actually quite funny. I've, I talk to you a lot about how, you know, my parents didn't really have a great relationship. But my brother and I were talking about this at Christmas time and we're looking through photos and the early stages of the relationship when we were young look fantastic. They look yeah. like they're on cloud nine. Yeah. But our memories are those last years. Yes, of course. And so that's what we were, we, we just think, oh, fuck, the whole time was shit. We yeah. just did, we weren't aware of it, but that actually wasn't that way. Yeah. They had their, they had their good time. Yeah, that's nice. And things wear out. 
well, this is what I'm always trying to get through to my kids. Yeah, our marriage was fantastic. Just and wore out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm always trying to get that through to them and tell them about happy memories and I don't want them to think it was... Firstly, I don't want them to think that I would have kids with someone I didn't love mm. or that, you know, that they were born into a relationship that wasn't great. So, mm. yeah, definitely. You've got to be so careful, haven't you, with the idealising other relationships. I think that's really important. Like, of course, if you see this guy every Christmas for your Merry Christmas route, it's great. Mm. And it feels like it's a perfect relationship and maybe we're in love and it's so much more fun than my marriage and it's so much more fun than his marriage because Mm. within the marriages are all the actual day-to-day dramas. But I think you've got to be so careful about leaving your actual life for that because Mm. eventually that will be actual life too. Yeah. You know? Actual life. Actual life. It's so hard to have a great relationship and actual life, isn't it, at the same time? I think it's hard to be single with actual life. I think ac- it is. it's the actual life part of life oh, that we all hate, right? That we but, all hate. But the 10-year-ago guy or girl, mm. that's a bit of – that keeps actual of life course. a bit exciting. And when you're only seeing each other for a fun route – Actual life. How fun – there's no actual life in that nah. and that's super fun. That's what I was saying about this guy I used to see once a week. No actual life, mm. just Fun, laughs, you know, and no actual life. Super Maybe fun. we all need to just have mayhem and no actual life and then we'd all be happy. Don't bring, try, don't try and bring romance into actual life. Yeah. You know, there's, there's movies about that. I'm sure there are. All those like even Don't Worry Darling and those movies are all about that. They're all about this idea of trying to separate your brain into your work self, mm-hmm. your actual life self, and then have this hemisphere of your brain that's just this delightful, beautiful life. Yeah. That's what all those movies are about. I really loved that movie, by the way. Did you ever see it? I don't think so. It was so overshadowed by the drama about, you know, Harry Styles and and all that stuff. But it's a great movie. And I won't give away a spoiler, but it's about that. It's about the idea of science fiction, basically. Right. Doesn't look it. Yeah. But it is. Mm. It's about that idea. What's it called? Don't Worry Darling. Don't Worry Darling. Yeah, it's great. With Harry Styles? Yeah, it? it's that one that there was all the drama when he, he started um, going out with the, the lady who directed Oh, the it. older lady. Yes. Um, who was going out. The older lady. The older lady. She was lady. Like 40. She's hot as hell. Yeah. And she was, was married to... Um, yeah, I know who you... Yeah, well, you all know who you mean. We know exactly what you're talking about right now. We just don't... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm that middle-aged lady who goes, you know, the lady from the thing who goes out with the man no, from the soccer the, show. Yeah, she's the brunette chick. Yeah. We can all picture her. And her husband was the football guy from yeah. the show. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Great. Go check it out. All right. Well, that is it for How do you file? I love it, but be careful. Be careful. Don't don't kid yourself you're in love with your mate who you root once a year at Christmas. (laughs) Understand what I just said. Your mate who you root once a year at Christmas. That is not the man you need to give up your life for. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. All right. Uh, That is it for today's episode. If you have a secret, you want to share it on the podcast, go to the link in the bio, or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page as well, at Michelle underscore Laurie. Uh, We will see you next Tuesday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.